CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app today to get free delivery on your first three orders, while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hi, everyone. Welcome to Dishing with Digest. I'm Stephanie Sloan, Editorial Director, here with Mara Levinsky, Senior Editor. Hi, everyone. Breaking news out of GH, Mara. The show has hired Cynthia Watros, who most recently appeared on Y&R, but famously played Guiding Lights Annie, to replace Michelle Stafford as Nina. Now, her name was in the mix from the get-go, so it's not like a huge surprise, but obviously they wanted someone with a similar type and build to Michelle, and also someone who could come in guns blazing, and I think it's a great choice. Yeah, fans have been speculating about who might get the call. I saw a lot of mentions of Alicia Minshew and Katie McLean. Uh, Cynthia was so memorable as Annie, and like Michelle, she's a daytime Emmy winner. And even though Annie was best known as a psycho, I think that <laughs> Cynthia has like an energy and a presence that will really lend itself well to Nina. Oh, I totally agree. And, you know, this whole back and forth between, you know, GH and YNR, um, you know, we did see a lot of fan comments about the actors who have done it. And, you know, I've seen some people talking about wanting to see Jason Thompson and Billy Miller switch back, if you will, you know, have Billy Miller reclaim the role of YNR's Billy and have Jason head back to the hospital as Patrick Drake. You know, and I feel because there are only four shows, there's just been so much scrutiny about these swaps. But, you know, it's really just that there are so many talented actors available when another show needs them. And I think when there's only four, it just seems like it's happening more. Mm -hmm. But, you know, I think Jason Thompson's Billy is definitely different than the one Billy Miller played. But I've totally accepted him. Yeah, I've accepted him, too. And, and listen, as much as I loved Jason on GH, I'm content with the idea of Patrick living happily ever after in Berkeley with Robin and, and their kids. Mm-hmm. Um, now, for a minute there, Tristan Rogers was appearing on both GH and YNR, where he played Colin. And I feel like GH has kind of like subtly brought Robert back in an open-ended way which is pretty exciting. Uh, Fanola Hughes, who plays Anna, uh, told me that she loves having him there and she feels like the luckiest actress to be working regularly now with him and with Michael Easton, who plays Finn. Well, it's interesting. So here's a case where I only want to see Tristan as Robert and I want Robert there all the time. You know, he just evokes such specific memories of such a golden era of GH for me. And, you know, I would like love to see some Robert and Laura scenes just for the flashbacky aspect of it. Well, I have some good news for you. You will be getting Robert and Laura scenes very shortly. Yay. Um, You know, I think the nostalgia factor in daytime is priceless. So having Scorpio on the Port Charles canvas adds so much value. And I got to say how thrilled I am to see uh, Felicia and Mac being used more regularly. I wish we had seen them more during 
the sort of height of the Ryan storyline, but I do love the idea of them being central to this next arc in that storyline, the is Ryan most sincerely dead part. Oh, totally. And trust and believe that I've already had people who I know in my life <laughs> have come up to me and been like, wait, is Ryan really alive? So it's like as much as we were talking about that story for so many months and it was such a great story, you know, they're really, it's it's kind of like JT at, you know, YNR, like it really has legs. That's like there's another chapter to it. Um, another story that you and I have been talking about is the big reveal on B&B this week, which is that Flo is Storm Logan's daughter. And I just love this twist. Now, I have to say, we also got a little bit of a GHB&B crossover there when William DeVry's face popped up. He played Storm on B&B and, of course, is now GH's Julian. Which is funny because they recently had a day's crossover when they killed off Caroline and used <laughs> Lindsay Godfrey's pick, who is over there, Sarah. Um, you know, but here we had Flo, who was this random participant in Reese's baby switching scheme. And then they layered in that she's Wyatt's ex, which was great because we know so little about Wyatt and Quinn's past. And now the show is totally doubling down by making her a Logan. And I feel it was done with such finesse. Like you really didn't see those close connections coming. And, you know, that is not always the case. Oh, yeah. I mean, I think we can all name examples of being, you know, oh, it's super obvious that this person is going to turn out to be a member of a family or going to turn out to be that person's daughter or son. Um, but I really didn't know where B&B was, was going with this, even when it became clear that there like was a paternity reveal coming. So kudos. Well, our guest today knows a thing or two about GH to YNR crossovers. It's Brittany Sarpy, formerly GH's Valerie and now YNR's Elena. So let's get her on the phone to talk about her big soap move. Hi, Brittany. Oh, hi. How are you? Well, thanks so much for joining us today. Of course. Um, so let's start with congratulations on joining YNR. Tell us how it all came about. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Um, it all came about, the role came up and the breakdowns and my team brought it to me. And I actually wasn't sure if I wanted to do it um, to even go out for it, just considering I've still been recurring. I had still been recurring on General Hospital. But uh, the role fit me pretty well. And um, I guess the rest is history. <laughs> <laughs> How was the role described? Like what resonated with you or made you feel like you'd be good for it? It was actually the writing. Um, when I looked at the size, I just loved the dialogue um, that they had for the size uh, between me and now we all know um, Devon's character. Um and she was just really fiery and really passionate, and she stood her ground. And she, in, in the sides, there were like a lot of monologues, and she was just speaking her piece and not letting him get a word in edgewise, which I thought was really cool. Um, it's, it's just a great female character to play in 2019, I think. Now, were you familiar with YNR? Like, had you ever seen the show? Did you know uh, Brighton? Uh, definitely familiar um, with YNR. I, I mean, who isn't? <laughs> um, my my lineage has definitely watched my great grandma my grandma um, both of them have already passed so they weren't able to see me on it but they were huge YNR fans and um, my mom grew up watching it it's definitely the generations above me so I, I knew about it um, and Brighton no I, I was familiar with who he is just because our world is so small but no I hadn't I hadn't known him previous to this. So you met him at the at the audition, presumably? Yeah, we screen tested together. So to, how did you, did you hit it off? Tell us what your first impressions of him were. Um, 
they were really good, really relaxed and chill. Um, I went in there and played. Uh, it didn't feel like I was in an audition at all. It felt like I was just hanging out. So he was immediately and just very calm and had really playful chemistry. So we just kind of, we did the thing. Now, obviously you're not a newcomer to soap. So what was it like for you to come to another set? Like, were you nervous? What was your first day like? I mean, yeah, I was definitely nervous just in prep for arriving and, you know, just trying to get my bearings and understand how things work at YNR and on the CBS lot. But upon arrival, it's really chill. Um, it's, I think because I'm, I come from a very similar situation with GH, like I understood how it works and just knowing a lot of the people there already made it very familiar to me. Um, so it ended up being really like not stressful at all, at all. Like I was maybe a little nervous for the first five minutes. And then after that, I think until today, I've just been really chill and just having fun. Who in the cast did you know, uh, before you started? Um, I knew Noemi Gonzalez. Uh, she and I went to college together. Uh, we both got bachelor of fine arts in acting, um, at UC Santa Barbara, and my very last play that I did there, she was in as well. So she, we actually performed together in, in theater, one of my last shows. Um, I also knew Cameron and Christian and Kate, and I knew them all from um, different soap events. And who else? Jason Thompson, who was at GH when I started. Um, and then some of the people, uh, like some of the, the camera people and the people that are, you know, behind the scenes I, are familiar with GH and some of the new me, um, just from being familiar with the, the soap. So all around, it's been really familiar. So did you know a lot about um, Brighton's last pairing on the show that Devon and Hillary had been super popular? You know, did that add pressure in trying to establish Devon and Elena's new relationship? I mean, absolutely. I probably have a little bit of PTSD from, you know, <laughs> <laughs> from breaking up Lulu and Dante at DH. Um, <laughs> but I did do some research when I booked the role and understood, you know, what was going to happen. And then from there, Brightness told me a lot about how their relationship went and, you know, the end of it and the whole thing with, um, you know, Kristoff's character and the, the, the battle between the two, which is crazy. Um, but yeah, so I, I have a pretty good knowledge of what's going on. And I was definitely reticent about, you know, coming in and starting a new ship with someone, sort of. Yeah, well, you're not doing any breaking up here. So you have that going for you as Elena. <laughs> That's great. That's great. <laughs> but, you know, those soap fans. They can get a little sensitive about about um, any potential love interest on the horizon for their favorite characters. So I was definitely worried. <laughs> well, Devon's done a good period of mourning. I feel, you know, they didn't really rush him into anything, which is why this sort of seems like really exciting and new. And just the idea that right. perhaps, you know, he can be healed somewhat by Elena. It's great. Yeah, yeah. I like it. I think, um, you know, I was worried about it, but I think the the response that I've been getting has been really positive and, um, yeah, I couldn't be happier. 
I know. I, I was, uh, you know, I was worried for you too, but it really seems like everyone is really digging uh, what they now, you know, what they've got going. So what, is that a nice feeling? Like the pressure's off a little bit? Okay, you can relax into trying to form this relationship? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it's it's not a horrible thing to be known as a home wrecker on a show. <laughs> it's exciting. And at least, you know, people are talking and, you know, this is this part for the course with them. Um, with the soap world, but it is nice to be like open arms accepted as well. So it's, it's a whole different experience. Um, well, you and Brighton do have really good chemistry together. What can you tell us? What does Elena think about this new guy in her life? I think that Devon and Elena do have amazing chemistry. Um, and I think that's a part of also why a lot of the fans are gravitating towards it or accepting it so open heartedly because the, the chemistry is just there. Um, what does Elena think about Devon? I think she's, she's guarded. She's a guarded character. Um, and I think she's allowing herself to feel certain things, but her walls are still sort of up. And I think it'll kind of be up to how hard Devon works um, at opening her up, which could be a challenge because he's going through his own set of things and trying to open up himself and, you know, he's going through his own traumas. So I don't know. You know, only on a soap does a cute billionaire have to work so hard. (laughs) (laughs) Right. (laughs) Um, Now you've also been working with Lauren Lott and Gilbert Glenn Brown. Tell us about the two of them. Yeah. Oh my gosh. So Lauren is probably like the most infectious, positive, beautiful energy I've ever met. She's beautiful on set um, and fun to work with. And I'm glad that we're cousins. Um, And then Gilbert is great too. He's such a warm energy. We have so many things in common as far as like diet and everything. Um, He's been a, I believe a pescatarian as long as I have. So we get along in that, that world. And he's just, everyone's just chill and fun to work with. The four of us are actually a really calm group to, you know, do dialogue with. Really nice. Um, so, you know, obviously, quick transition time from GH to YNR. You hit the ground running over yeah. there. Um, did the shows run differently? Like from a production standpoint, was there anything that you had to get used to that is, you know, different from one set to another? Um, it's the, the pace is a little bit slower at YNR, which is great. You get a little more time on set. Um at GH, they do five weeks on, two weeks off, typically. So you're just cramming a little more into your five weeks to take those two weeks off. Whereas at YNR, we have our Mondays off. So everything's a little more spread out throughout the year. Um, so it's a little less items that are covered, the scenes that are covered, which is good for me. I like the breathing room, and I like um, that the pace isn't as quick as it was at GH. It's so quick. <laughs> Um, now, have you gotten a dressing room at YNR? Do they do that there, um, or do uh, you float? It's not the same as as, as your hospital, where I got to deck out my dressing room. Um, th- some of the the vets have permanent rooms, but other than that, everyone kind of just rotates into a different room. So I've been in some really cool rooms. Um, a- a- anything notable? Anything that stands out? Um, Melody, so her room is huge, and she has like every magazine cover that she's been on like 
in the entire room. It's like the size of a small one bedroom or like a, a, a bigger studio. It's huge. So that's totally my favorite room to be in. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds awesome. <laughs> I would be doing so much spying if I was going from dressing room to dressing room. I wouldn't be able to resist. <laughs> Actually, me You're too. Look at picture. <laughs> yeah. How could you not? It's just, they're there. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Right. Uh, so other than the people that you've been directly in scenes with, have you gotten a chance to, like, get to know any of the other people in the cast yet? Um. Not as much. We did um, finish group scenes last month, so I got a chance to meet a few new people on the canvas, but I haven't met, like, the full cast yet or worked with the full cast yet, but of who I've met, it's a really great energy there. Um, Now, as we mentioned, you did leave GH to take this role. Um, Did you have any mixed feelings about leaving GH? Oh, of course. It was bittersweet. Um, It's it's always, for me, I'm a person who likes to complete things. So it was, it did feel like I was leaving in the middle of something. Um, and, you know, Valerie is a character that's still very close to my heart. Um, so it was definitely hard parting ways with her and also not being able to do it in a very final way and like closing the chapter on her. But um, I wish uh, she was recast and I wish her all the best. And, you know, I'd love to see what she does with the character. So um, you said, you know, you weren't sure if you even really wanted to audition for YNR given your gig at GH. Is this the first soap you'd tried out for since GH? Oh, yes. So were you you nervous to tell Frank? Like, how'd that conversation go? I was so nervous. I was nearly crying because, you know, General Hospital is definitely my home and it'll always have, like, a really soft spot in my life for me. Um, Frank was the first who really took a chance on me. So it was, a, it was a big deal to have that conversation with him. But he handled it so graciously and, you know, was really sad to lose me and, you know, alluded to the, the writers not having much material to write for me. And it was just a really nice goodbye. It was really peaceful, really amicable, and I miss him over there. But I'm, I am very happy where I'm at. What kind of reactions did you get from your friends in the cast over there? Everyone was so positive and um, congratulatory. Like, it was nothing negative at all. And, you know, a lot of them had been on that set before. So it's all kind of, you know, it's all family. So even though it's a different network and a different soap and, you know, there's a competition for Emmys once a year, I think all in all, like, the soap community is a family and everyone understands. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, so now when you look back at your time at GH, you know, what are some highlights for you? Hmm. Um, I always say my biggest highlights are the relationships I make. That's, I feel like that's why I'm on this earth is to forge relationships and grow with people and learn things about myself through my relationships with other people. So it's, I mean, it's definitely the relationships I've made from, you know, I still am in very close communication with my makeup artist there, Bobby, who's been on soap for a very long time and you know she and I have a really good bond and you know some of the actors there are still some of my very close friends um Chloe and I hang out all the time Ryan and I are very close um and yeah it's just the relationships that's why I'm there is to grow to do my work but to also put on camera how I relate to people and it was 
really nice to have those specific people in my life for the past, I don't know, like four years and some odd days. <laughs> and what about your favorite memories of Valerie? Oh, my favorite memories of Valerie. I really liked when um, she got kidnapped. <laughs> Um, just because it was great material and it was really fun material to work with M and there was that fun slap scene that we did. And then a funny story. Um, I still have scars from when I got kidnapped because I fell. Um, I don't know if you guys remember that episode, but essentially I was in uh, Brandon Barash um, kidnapped me. I was in the cabin and I was tied up and, you know, I kind of asked him like, make them tight because I'm going to really like fight to get out and struggle. <laughs> and then it was, it was this part where I had to knock over a candle, which is what started the fire when Lulu saved me. And I was trying to knock over the candle, but my legs were tied to each leg of the chair and my arms were tied behind the chair. So I was, had no freestanding limbs to catch myself and I fell over. Oh, but <laughs> <laughs> Very method, very committed. I was committed, method (laughs) actor. Um, Yes, I'm swinging, and then I literally, like, I go backwards, and there's this moment where you've probably fallen backwards in a chair in high school or something, where, like, there's this suspense where it just kind of sits there in the middle of (laughs) of space, and I'm like, yep, nope, this is happening. (laughs) I went all the way back and like scratched my back all the way up because I was there were like shelves because I was supposed to be in a cabin. Um, that was a really fun memory for me. And um, yeah. <laughs> and and did the ropes leave you scarred? Yeah, they're still there. They're on my back. Like it's it was just like it wasn't horrible. Like this did come, but it it just it left me some scars going up my back. Memories. Yeah, you get to keep a Valerie, a part of Valerie with you always via your back scars. <laughs> um, now, have you been recognized yet as Elena? Yes. Yes, I have. Um, right when I booked uh, the bank that I go, I go to Bank of America. Um, the girl there watches both and she was she told me she was really excited and sad that I was leaving GH, but going to YNR. Um, That's sweet. Forget what her name is, but she's a teller at Bank of America. <laughs> Shout out to insert name here at Bank of America for your <laughs> fanship. We appreciate you. <laughs> right. She's like True. keeping up on her soap news. Impressive. Yeah. <laughs> um, now, uh, YNR is not the only place we're seeing you on television. Uh, you are in a national commercial for Lay's. That I feel yeah. uh, I have seen no less than like six million times in the last month. Oh, um, amazing. <laughs> so tell us about getting that and how many Lay's potato chips did you consume over the course of filming that commercial? <laughs> um, getting, I got that earlier this year. Uh, I did quite a few spots for them, actually. So there's some that are airing in Canada, some that are here in the U.S. and I think um, Mexico, too. Um but it was so much fun. That was actually one of the funnest things that I've done. And I'm not really someone who's into, I do print work and commercial work, but it's not really my passion. So, but this, but this ended up, it was just so much fun. It was so mean because I, I, I have all those sides and that's kind of the point of it is, you know, you're more than one flavor and it was about picking flavors. And I'm certainly five different people in my head. <laughs> yes, I'm probably as good 
<laughs> I feel like I've met at least four of them. You have. You have. There's like a hippie in there and like I listen to Tupac all the time. It's crazy in my head. But no, uh, it was a really cool experience. And I actually haven't seen the commercial like aired. I've obviously seen it, but I haven't like I've never watched TV and it pops up. So I'm, I'm waiting for that moment. We'll but have to I've send you the, the DVR lists that we have <laughs> since we've both definitely seen them a million times. <laughs> <laughs> um, and it ran yeah, during I the Super Bowl, right? It was right after. It didn't, which I'm actually happy because usually commercials that go during Super Bowl are gone right after that. Um, so this one, I hope, sticks around for a while. Please. Oh, yeah. It's had, <laughs> it's had legs. Yeah, it's got some legs. So has anyone spotted you as the Lay's potato chip girl? Yes, but I don't know. Like, I don't know if they knew me before, you know, (laughs) Um, like I I have people that have followed me because of it, but I I don't know how they found me to connect that it was me unless they knew who I was before. I don't know. So yes, but no. (laughs) Um, You asked me how many chips I had. Yeah. And which was the most delicious. Okay, so I got to do the Canadian flavors, too, and mm-hmm. I always talk about this because those are – the people over at Lay's are supposed to send me those. They're supposed to send me the they have ketchup. Come on, Lay's. pickle. Still pickle. Um, those are the most interesting flavors, but they're, they taste exactly how they sound. Um, <laughs> and then they have this little flavor that's fiery habanero that is actually spicy, um, which is interesting. But all in all, I'm more of a classic or salt and vinegar Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. so if if you're supposed to talk about the different sides of your personality that are represented by the chip flavors, do you remember what yeah. the dialogue was for pickle? Bill pickle was <laughs> it was what salt and vinegar was. So it was kind of the same because okay. Bill pickle is their salt and vinegar. Got it. So it's like the salty side. <laughs> okay. All right. I thought I was going to have to move to Canada to get answers. Thank you very much for filling in. <laughs> <laughs> the blank for if me. If I can somehow get a link to that one when it airs, I'll send it your way. <laughs> um, anything else you're working on, or are you focusing your time now on Y&R? Actually, yes. I'm recurring on Have and Have Not um, oh. on OWN for season seven, which is exciting. So um, my character arc and story should start on that um, show towards the middle of the season. Oh. And have you started working on it? I already did. I actually completed it. Oh, awesome. So how was that? Yeah. Going back and forth to it. It's in Atlanta, right? Yeah. Uh-huh. Oh, sorry. Hold on. Um, it was great. It was great being in Atlanta. That was actually my first time. Um, and the cast there is amazing. But they worked just as fast as those do. So it was, it was a quick process. But working with Mr. Perry was amazing. He, he's a legend. He really does it all. He's acts right directs and produces and it's insane the amount of material and content he's able to create in such a short period of time Mm -hmm. um and what can you tease about what's coming up for elena so i would say that uh fans can definitely look forward to just devon and elena building on their chemistry and seeing where that takes them and seeing how the other factors in both of their lives and, you know, maybe the traumas that they've both experienced, how those play out and how that kind of defines and develops their relationship. And maybe it'll hold them back a little, or maybe it will progress them forward a lot more. Who knows? 
Well, we certainly look forward to seeing it. Yeah, yeah. Well, Brittany, thanks so much for chatting with us today. We look forward to seeing what's coming up for your character. Of course. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you to Brittany Sarpy for being our guest. If you like this podcast, please subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. Be sure to pick up the new issue on sale now and come back next week for another podcast. Podcast.